This is Ryan Cruz from CultureCast Radio, and you're listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Ryan M. Brewer. Michael fucking Malone. <laughs> What's up, bud? Nothing, man. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Good, good. going on lately any <laughs> it's been a while sorry it's been a while since we've spoken uh, yeah i've it's been, been a minute i've been uh i've been busy trying to be a, a calm and supportive presence in the wife in the life of my my wife and my new my new child um that's, that's I great have, i i joined the army so we're uh, both you, up yeah, to you're looking yeah life-changing <laughs> events all around we're both doing new things. Do they give you like a like what you normally have to do like four years or whatever? Do they give you a discount because you're so old? Yeah, I'm a, I'm doing a, a bachelor program with them. It's only two years, and uh, <laughs> I get full benefits. This is just what you have to look like to work at Old Navy now. This is what they do. <laughs> really, so- real. Really white is what you're saying. You have to be yeah. really, really white. <laughs> yes. So baby life. What the yeah. fuck, man? Yeah. How, what's... My my wife had a had a baby. She's a girl. Uh, my your wife wife's was... a girl or the baby? Yes, a girl? both. Yeah. Um, both of them. My wife was convinced that uh, she was having a boy the whole time. The whole time. She we didn't find out. It was it was a surprise. So. Um, uh, they they allowed me to like hold up the baby, and they're like, uh, "Do you want to announce to the room?" Because they don't they don't get very many surprises either. You know, like the doctors most of the time the the, the they know what what the baby's going to be, right? For some reason, I just picture you holding it up like a fish you caught. <laughs> it's like upside down, and you're like, As opposed to just, just screaming, this screaming mouth, right? And I'm just, yeah. Uh, no, they like they like they like pull the baby out and they're like, "Do you are you ready to announce it?" I had already put the kibosh on the fucking uh, uh, umbilical cord clipping. I was like, "I'm you, not doing I'm not doing that shit." Listen, you didn't clip? No, no, Malone, no. And if my wife falls and has to get stitches, I'm not coming in to clip the last <laughs> stitch either. I have okay, no. So it's like a. Like I a, have no uh, fucking qualifications to be dealing with scissors around people's like bodily. No way. No fucking way. No fucking way. And you know what? I'm not going to ask the doctor to come like do a few songs at my next show either. That's the. <laughs> it's not my job. What I'm here to be like, supportive. I was the I was the best man. I was like I was like running in the bathroom and getting washcloths wet. And then I went and put them in our little mini fridge freezer so that they would get real good and cold. And then I was like, I had them swapping out. I had a system going. I was the I was the most supportive. But then the doctor was like, "You want to cut the cord?" And I was like, "Sure, don't, boss. That's all you." <laughs> what about like what if you opened up a like a like a new place in town? They wanted you to cut the ribbon. Would you cut the ribbon? I don't have like an existential thing against scissors in general, Malone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was maybe a cutting phobia. If I had like if if the if the uh thing I was opening was like a sex shop and we were going to cut off some guy's dick across the door like as a that, then I wouldn't do it. 
I don't know what I don't know what people are into. <laughs> you think somebody out there is into cutting dicks off? I mean, somebody that's out there is into that's cutting their dicks fetish. Off. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I bet they're uh, really, really fucking rich. So, you do know? you have a thing? They're with, getting um, people. They're getting people from the basements of pizza places. Is it okay? Dicks so, off. is it a medical procedure thing, or is it a yeah, it's a, medical uh, a scar? Thing. You know, blood kind of like oh, she no, hit her knee a, and it's cut no, open. Uh, no, so here was the thing. They were like, uh, they got me freaked out about the epidural. They were like, hey. Here's the rules for you during the epidural. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to be participating. And they're like, no, but dads tend to pass out during the epidural. And I'm like, dads tend to pass out during the epidural? And they're like, yeah, because they have to put this giant needle into your wife's spine. And it's going to freak you out. So we make you, before we go do the epidural, we make you go to the cafeteria and eat a meal and then we make you come back and you have to sit in this chair in this area of the room so that you don't get all like weak weak in the knees and pass out. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, I've never really been around like blood or like like operations. I've never had surgery myself. And so I start to think like, I mean, you hear about people who see blood and pass out. I don't think I'm one of those people, but what if I am? Please tell me you passed out. <laughs> I'm like, what if I am? So then uh, the nurse is like going out. You, you got to go have a meal. You got to sit down in this special chair in case you pass out. And like your head doesn't like, you know, get whiplash from your head. Just now. I'm like, okay, this is fucking weird. So I'm like sitting there and I'm on edge about the epidural. And the dude comes in to do the epidural, and it was the most fascinating thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, this dude's, like, feet. You ever seen, like, the Roto-Rooter guy go down into the toilet with the Roto-Rooter thing? He, this yeah. guy's, like, feeding fucking tubing into my wife's spinal cord so that he can inject some just drugs direct to the source. It was some Matrix shit, man. And I was, like, sitting there, like, I'm not only do I not want to pass out, like, I want to get closer and have a closer look. Now, this is a fetish that people are into. <laughs> Back uh, spinal roto-rootering. <laughs> and is the bigger, I, the, is it the thing, like, the bigger the needle, the sexier you think it is? Yeah, size matters for sure. But And also, by that point, if there are people who can only get off to this kind of stuff, do they still refer to it as sexy? Like, is it far enough from sex at that point that it's no longer there? Like, it's just, it's just cummy at that point. Like, it's just a cummy thing for me. Just really makes me cum. <laughs> I'm not thinking about sex at all while someone's rotorootering a spine, but it does give me an erection and an ejaculation. Like, do they call uh, it, is it still referred to as sexy at that point? I like to think that you asked for a home kit. You're like, hey, you got one of these for the house? Yeah, uh, we could we can figure this thing out. This thing it, work on dudes? What are you just like counting four knuckles up from the butt crack and going in there? Is that how that that works? (laughs) We're working on baby number two. You got a home kit for this thing. I'm going to try this shit at home next time. I got to tell you, I've been sitting over here in my special chair. I don't see I don't see all the hubbub about what you're doing. I'm pretty sure I could do this at home. Listen, Doc, I didn't pass out, (laughs) but I came twice. Uh, what I'm, what I mean to say is, can I come back next time? (laughs) 
Y'all, y'all have a live stream I could tune into. I'll do this on mainly on Thursdays, or <laughs> this I'm gonna need the Wiffy password. What um, what's the make and model and color of the guy who does these? When I'm just go, I'm gonna follow his car around like the Grateful Dead. Y'all do house calls and do-, do you need volunteers? How much like? If I, I mean, I got insurance for this one, but like, what if we went off books for the next one? How much would that cost? Off books. <laughs> what if you guys just came over after my card game on Wednesday? Free on Wednesday nights? Because I got Thursday nights too, but I, I Thursday <laughs> nights, Thursday nights are kind of the wife and I's night, if you know. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I mean, if that's the only night it can happen. I mean, we can watch Friends any night. <laughs> we can watch Friends whenever the fuck it streams. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Point is, I want to see more of them back drillings. Can I get? Can I get some more? <laughs> and you know, I you know, uh, I'd like to change my vote. I voted for not fracking, but I'm into it now. <laughs> I'm into. I changed my mind. I was masturbating to C-SPAN the other day while they were talking about it. And that's when I found out I was Republican. How uh, much money do crazy you have? Story. <laughs> how much money do you have to make? What's the threshold of income before you develop some weird fucking fetish that has to be off the books? Like what is like? Is it a is it a million dollars a year? Is that that's, when you're like, and now that I've made a million dollars a year, I can only come if uh, if it's Tuesday and uh, it's a person in a priest's outfit and he just put the ashes for Ash Wednesday. I, it has to I be the th- wrong day. I think about this all the time when they reveal some kind of weird celebrity fetish where they're like, you know, that guy can only get off by getting punched in the face by a high heel from an Asian woman who is, on, are, is under four foot five. And you're like... Some, some people call those kicks. But anyway... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, yeah, of course Elon Musk can only come doing that. He has all the money. He's done yeah. all the th- – like, you think Thor is having normal sex out there? No. no. no way. Of course what's the, not. What's the cutoff? What's the cutoff? Once you've had like a seven of them, you know what I mean? <laughs> like seven people at once, like and Coke in the same night. Like, you think you're going back to missionary, dog? Like, you think <laughs> – Hold on. You that. think that's what's happening? Hold on, the S from threesome got removed. Seven of them. Seven of them. So the S is part of the three, I guess. Seven of them. That's what people ask. How many were there? There's seven of them. Seven of them. There's seven of them. There were around seven of them. Around-ish. There were seven of them-ish. <laughs> yeah, you think Thor's coming back from having seven of and he's he's gonna fuck you, missionary? Nah, 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 dog. No, sorry. Weird with the weird shit you got to get into. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever find there was a uh, there was a Reddit? Oh man, I don't want to say this out loud. I there was a Reddit. You there know was, how I feel about Reddit. There was a Reddit thread for a while. It was just people who had had sexual experiences with John Mayer. <laughs> yeah, that Reddit thread's called Instagram, and uh, a lot of people are on it. <laughs> it was funny, man. 
And I was just wondering, like, like, was it his, like, second platinum record before he started being like, just show me your butthole. Just your butthole. <laughs> Actually, if you could somehow, you know those... <laughs> You know those uh, kind of curtains they make for surgery where you only the doctor can see the incision? Can you make one of those except for all I see is your butthole? I just want to see just your butthole. I need a, nameless, inanimate buttholes. A hole for butts? <laughs> yeah, just a butthole. That's all you need to see. I like to call that the American glory hole. If we could, how, if we could name bored, that anything. How bored with the rest of sex do you have to get before... And, you know, and it's always like, I always wonder, uh, what was the first time like? How did you, how did you for the first time stumble upon this particular fetish? I think boredom. I think once again, like once you reach this level of, I, you know, like remember when you if, if first started riding a bike, you know, and, uh, and you're doing like, oh, I'm scared to even like jump a little bit. And then you're like, you're jumping on it and you're doing stuff. And then like you're fucking, before you know it, you got no hands, you're driving, you're riding down the street with your fucking arms yeah. open. You have headphones, in, no helmet. Like that's, that's what it is, man. Like you're that eat, kind you're of, eating a, you're eating a fucking popsicle. Yeah. You'd be texting while you're biking now with no hands <laughs> or like and eating a popsicle <laughs> fucking midday traffic. Or like, I don't give a fuck. That's doing what your it taxes is. and shit. Yeah, that's celebrity sex is texting while riding a bike during midday traffic and eating a popsicle. That's there what are a Tom fair amount Cruise of popsicles involved in both. I Tom, uh, I got these. Um, <laughs> this is a funny story. So my my wife, you know, she was pregnant. Uh, she's not anymore. <laughs> uh, she had these. <laughs> Like she's she, feeling better. She, her 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 fucking feet hurt all the time, right? Like you got this thing you got to haul around. Now your feet hurt. Like you don't think about all the residual parts of pregnancy. You're like, yeah, your stomach gets big and that's fucking uncomfortable and sounds awful and all your insides are like crunch. But also your feet hurt and also your back and your shoulders and like all this shit happens, right? It's just this it's this domino effect. So long story short, she like she's like I found these these like sandals on the internet, some fucking Instagram ad or some shit that are like it takes all your pain away, right? Like you just put these fucking sandals on, and you know all everything's everything's good. And basically, what I can from what I can gather, I've never worn a Croc, but I think it's pretty much like a Croc flip flop. I think is it's a crip crip flop, it's a flip crop. A, I don't a croc know Croc flop. Croc flop. flop. There you go. Use take five. <laughs> it was croc flop. Um, it's basically a croc flop, right? So she's like, well, I'm going to get some of these. So she's in the cat checkout. And you know how it's always like, well, did you know that if you buy seven pair, they'll only be a dollar a piece? And you're like, well, right. fucking all right, I guess. So it was like she had to buy three pairs. She was like, hey, I already gave my, got myself a, a pair in black and a, and a pair in uh, gray or some shit. She was like, uh, but I have to have three pair to get the discount. Do you want a pair? And I'm like, I don't own it. Here's what you should know about me. I don't own any flip-flops at all. Okay. None of them. I don't own any sandals of any kind. I, I just very bought strict, my first pair this year. So I yes, have very I, strict I rules it. about who can see my toes, when, and where. It's fucking weird. I don't like, I don't like looking at my own toes, let alone having someone else look at them. And no absolutely way. no scissors around them. <laughs> and no scissors either, god damn it. While we're at it, while we're listing our grievances. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I but I thought to myself, well, 
her her sister and 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 brother-in-law have a pool. We go over there for some time. I'm like that is one of my scenarios in which people could see my toes. Might be nice to have a pair of flip-flops. And if I'm going to have a pair of like sandals, then they might as well be these like world's most comfortable ones that are made for pregnant ladies cuz I'm not a pregnant lady, so they can only feel perfect for me, right? So, I got them and they make me like this much taller. And I say all that to say this. No wonder Tom Cruise wears lifts in his fucking shoes, man. I'm this much taller wearing those flip-flops, and I'm walking around the house like I'm 10 foot fucking tall and bulletproof, dude. Like I'm King Kong walking around. I'm like 6'4 in these fucking things. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's a short person problem. I don't give a shit. I'm huge. You seen how big I am? Now... Add that to the fact that I've put on, like, sympathy weight for my for my pregnant wife. I put on, like, 30 pounds of sympathy weight. Malone, I'm a big fucking guy in those shoes. I feel like I could walk into those shoes and just go into a bar and beat the piss out of somebody. That's how confident <laughs> I feel in these fucking croc flops. Now, now you know how I feel every day. <laughs> Once you've self-actualized with... Once uh, <laughs> with... The- <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's exactly once you of how I feel once every you've, day. Once you've reached the mountaintop of self actualization through your self help modes, then you start to feel like that all the time. You don't even need the crock flops. No, no, it's a fake it till you make it thing, man. I, and what I'm saying is, get yourself some crock flops. Walk around your house. At how tall are you now? I'm uh, five eleven. Dude, I feel like I'm on trial. Just not, uh, Dude, I'm five eleven, Your Honor. <laughs> That was a weird, like, lean in. I'm 5'11". I'm 5'11". I'm, 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 uh, <laughs> right. Let uh, the record show I'm I'm 5'11". Honestly, I I don't think I've been measured since middle school basketball, but I think I'm... <laughs> Did you know that even at the BMV, they just, like, guesstimate? They're like, hey, he looks 5'11". <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody ever, They don't like, measure you. No, nobody... Even at the doctor, they're like, oh, you f- okay. How tall are you? You think you think like, the doc? I mean, the doctor at least weighs you, because people probably you know what people probably lie about their weight more than they do their height. Dude, I think there's a thing going on with the uh, with the, the scale industry, man. Here's the thing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've I haven't been to a doctor uh, up until this year. I hadn't been to a doctor in like. 12 years. I'm sure you're the same. Just, you don't go to no, a fucking doctor. No, I go doctor. to the fucking doctor all the time. You go to the doctor all the time? Do you have health yeah. insurance, Malone? Yes, I have health insurance. How in the fuck do you afford it? You're making no money right now. Are they just giving it to you? There's no. no way they're giving it to you. They won't even give you a stimulus check. How the <laughs> exactly. fuck do you have health insurance, Malone? Now I genuinely want to know. Fucking Obama, baby. <laughs> what are you paying for? I I DM'd Obama and I said, "Me no oh, have health care." Jesus he like, Christ! And don't him worry and Springsteen are having you on next week. <laughs> oh, the boss and the boss started a Riding podcast. Down Pennsylvania baby. Avenue, going to pick up the boss of the world. <laughs> that is the theme song. We're gonna talk about how hard our lives are. <laughs> oh, 
fuck. It's you know what? What the fuck were we talking about? Anyway, no, these crock flops will put you up over six foot, Malone. And I'm telling you, you'll be walking around swinging your nutsack, man. All right, I'm gonna Just get be a pair. like I'm feeling. I'm gonna get a pair. Feeling huge. I'm feel like I'm walking on air, and I'm two inches taller. <laughs> I, you know, this is the first year I bought sandals or flip flops for that uh, since yeah. I was like ten years you bought old. Actual you know I mean? flip flops, like between your toesies, guys. No, 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 no. I got the fucking you got the over the toppies. Uh, yeah, I got the I got the covered bridge. You, know you got I mean? the 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 St. Louis arch there. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. Nike. They're real. I can't nice. be doing the betweensy the toesies thing. Man. Nobody's not, doing that. That's no, not no. for me. Who the fuck? That's for kids at fucking water parks. And and why around, though? They are grip it. They just yeah. What the fuck? That camel toe grip. <laughs> you did? Did you used to be a flip flop guy? I feel like you were a flip flop guy. I, we were all point. kids, of course. We all had fucking flip. I, I have never been a flip flop after like guy. ten years old. You're, went, you're telling me your parents they, didn't put you in fucking flip flops ever? I, I had soccer. I only had one pair of sandals, and it was just the ones I had for after soccer. Yeah, you and played they soccer. Were, too. They were fuck over you. the. They were over the topsies. All right, over the topsies makes sense for soccer. I like over the topsies. I don't like the 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 betweensies. You know what? I never I liked be- the betweensies. I had betweensies when I was in high school because uh, Old Navy would have them. They for were cool for a while. They were cool for a minute when Old Navy because you get all different colors. I couldn't all do different, it. Like prints and stuff. So my my friends and I would just go and like. You know, ball ball till we fall there at Old Navy. Yeah, because it could just you you it, like money was no object. Money was no object, and for ten dollars you could buy the whole bulk. You could buy the whole rainbow. <laughs> you could buy the rainbow. You could color coat. Yeah, yeah. So that was do the last ever, time. Do you ever I have those like in between these? You ever think about like formative moments in like your own fashion sense? I'm not saying that like I'm the most fashionable dude, but I but everyone has a personal fat. You know what I mean? Like everyone has a way in which they dress. Just You're like people talking say, to somebody who had themed years during high school. Right. My junior year was J. Crew. My senior year was Hellfinger. My fucking <laughs> freshman year was all Fubu. Like I had themed years, Brewer. Do I think about fashion? In no, my life? I, yes. I don't mean. I don't mean that. I don't mean what you did. I mean like the specific instance that inspired you to do it. Oh, you mean like like trendy movements? Like that have what happened. was your thing that you looked up and you were like, oh fuck yeah? Uh, I, like mine. One of mine was uh, Ryan Reynolds in Two Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place, and then shortly thereafter, Van Wilder. He was always wearing like plaid shirts. And then solid colored undershirts underneath it. And right. sometimes he wore a short sleeve plaid shirt with a long sleeved solid colored shirt underneath it. And that was my whole, the aesthetic I chased. For <laughs> that was my identity. That was my years. identity for years, Malone. Another one was my dad was a teacher at a high school. And uh, one of his, stu- my dad came home and was like, you know what uh, one of my students is doing? And I was like, what? And he was like. It's his senior year, and he's decided he's going to wear a different, different shirt every year for or every day for for the entirety of his senior year, and take pictures of it. And I was like, "How is he rich?" And my dad was like, "No, he goes to Goodwill." And I was like, "Goodwill." 
tell me a, tell me about this goodwill, Dad. And he was like, it's goodwill. People take all their old clothes there, and you can sometimes find like old like old people clothes that you got. And I'm like, this is there one in our town? Can I go there? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, dude, the that guy. I've never spoken to that dude. If I ever talked to that guy, I'd be like, you don't know me at fucking all. But you flipped you my life got my fashion life got flipped turned upside down <laughs> by that fucking guy because you know, i was the, like holy shit this goodwill place sounds like heaven i were i worked at goodwill for many years uh right out of high school i worked at several Malone, give me a list of places that you didn't fucking work <laughs> <laughs> i uh here's here's a fashion that, and I, I love goodwill and i still like thrifting is one of my favorite things to do still we just went this weekend and i i've found been a, with you yes i found a pair of brand new fucking uh navy blue leather chucks high top chucks for nine dollars you know what I think's fucked up about that? I'm pretty so. sure my girlfriend bought a player, a pair of leather chucks when you and she and I, or my wife, she was my girlfriend at the time, in uh, in in Hollywood that time. Probably it's fucking dude. It's crazy what you can find. So here's a fashion one. Where was that? Own. What fucking place was that? That's right on. It was. Pro- I probably took you to the one on the corner. It's one of my favorite ones, uh, right there on the it corner. It is on a bunch of glass. Sunset. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like at a triangle. glass windows. Yeah, at the yep. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a crossroads one. It's really good. Uh, I got a ladies ladies denim shirt that day that's still in my closet. I wear it all the time. <laughs> here's uh here's here's my favorite. Well, here's one that sticks out at least. Is I when Nelly came on the scene. <laughs> Did you wear a breathe right strip under your eye? I, I didn't. I did something way more embarrassing. Uh, it's called, I guess they call it blackface. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> Nelly would take, uh, visors like golf visors, you know, and he would flip them upside down and oh, turn no. them backwards. You, you an upside down visor guy. I was upside down and backwards visor guy for a lot. Oh, sometimes Christ. multiple upside down. Like I would have two. Like going at the same time, different colors and, you know, all that shit. Also, another big one for me. I'm upset. Malone, I'm upset. My senior year, uh, my friends and I would like, we started making clothes. So we started going to Goodwill and buying used clothes and we'd come home and we would either uh, splatter paint on them and like cut out the knees and like we'd we'd make all the t-shirts like all cut up and or we'd... uh, (laughs) Spain, we 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 paint splatter them and stuff like that. Like we did all that shit, and our our thing and our little click to do was we took um, the little armbands, you know, you would wear for like sports, you know, football yeah, and uh-huh, shit like that. Yeah. We would get different colored ones and different patterns, and we would each wear one on our on our left arm, and that was our like little click <laughs> thing to do. So we all had backward visors, armbands, and these clothes that were just like painted and cut to hell and like that was our fucking vibe oh my god just rolling into it rolling into a diner way past 10 (laughs) o'clock oh y'all closing not yet not yet i'm here for my milkshake (laughs) it says they're unlimited nerd (laughs) 
<laughs> Another big one for me was uh, I grew up watching a lot of uh, a lot of comedy on like BET, and I grew up watching like Sinbad a ton, and and Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy, and Martin Lawrence, and like all these guys, right? And uh, one of the things all these guys, and Hello Cool J, one of these things all these guys have in common <laughs> is they have their ears pierced, like both their ears pierced, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. big earrings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like I thought that was a, a status symbol for a long mm-hmm. time. And, and it is in their community. It's not in my community. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, I initially got my ear pierced when I was like 14 or 13. Like I got like a little diamond stud here. And uh, I got kicked off the basketball team and all this crazy shit for it because I I refused to take it out. I was a bad boy. And uh, (laughs) and so then I got this ear pierced. Oh, my God. The determination that you had to give up your plans of being a professional basketball player. (laughs) My uncle, Carl Malone, very disappointed. For Uh, For the status symbol of your diamond stud. That's right. So Carl, then I got Carl was pissed. <laughs> then I got this ear ear pierced, and then I got two earrings in in both ears, and so I would wear a diamond in one and a hoop in the other one for the longest fucking time. And oh then one God. one time leaving teen night at a dance club, we got jumped, uh, and some dude ripped my fucking earrings out. Both of them. Yeah, man. Jesus. Yeah, dude, we got our fucking dude, we got our shit handed to us that night. This dude this is okay, this is a fun story. We used to go to this. Why? (laughs) What did you do, Malone? What did you do? Here's what we did. What did you and Faber one, two, and three do? (laughs) So And the Bash Brothers. Were the Bash Brothers there? We didn't have the Bash Brothers with us, and you know what? We came back to town and told the Bash Brothers what had happened, and they wanted revenge. But after I bet we... they did not take too kindly to that, did they? No, no, it was not good. Okay, here's what happened. So we used to go to this teen night all the time down in Columbus, <laughs> and it was this little night. campus bar. Yeah, we were like 18, 19, and, um, and uh, it was a little bar on campus down on – by the Ohio State University. And do they just serve like Cokes? Is that what the deal is? Yeah. Like- you, I mean, no, I mean, they're like, there are adults there as well, but you can also get in underage. Like you never went to, oh, that's right. You had God in your life. I did. I did have God in my life. God was your co-pilot. You didn't go to fucking And also beyond that, bars still were like, nah, I'm good. I never went. I was always very intimidated by that whole whole thing. Well, we, you know, we all danced like Usher. Well, you danced like Usher. (laughs) Of course you wanted to go. We were all about about it, man. We wanted to go and dance. We just wanted to dance. You just wanted to dance. We just want to get our guy friends together and dance. And just dance. Get no, away. we're trying to, of course. Excuse me, point me to the dance floor. Give me course. my soda and get out of my way. We were there to finger bang some puss, of course. That's what we were trying to do. We're young men. And when you dance like Usher at teen night. <laughs> puss will get fingered. <laughs> The puss just lines up. <laughs> the puss is like, oh, let me through. I got to see this guy. There's this guy out there dancing like whom? He's, I want him to pop and lock my puss. 
I hope he fingers me. <laughs> I don't think any girl ever in history. Girl, said, I am I here to he get finger me. fucked tonight. I am here to get finger banged. Girl, I have three sprites. <laughs> I'm ready to get finger fucked. Oh my God! Get one or two Mountain Dews in me, and I am bad. I want to get finger banged. That's what I want. I want to be finger banged by, preferably by one of these fucking idiots who has no idea how to do it. If that's at all possible, sign me up. God damn, these Mountain Dews are hitting different tonight. I'm getting finger fucked. Is that a code red? <laughs> Shit, you can get three fingers up in there tonight. That's a Give me a Mountain Dew Code Red. Oh, no, dude, you don't want to fuck with her. She's drinking Code Red tonight. She's uh, she must be on her period. She has Code Red. It's the international symbol, dude. She's it's throwing the, it out. She's off the market right now. She's dude. telling you not to waste your time. She's Look how got, sad she looks there with her Code Red. She's like, oh, I only came here to get finger fucked. And guess who ruined my party? <laughs> Aunt Flo. Aunt Flo, I can't. Now, I can't even. I came here to dance during the thong song, and I can't because I got a, I got a string hanging. I came here to pretend like I was bumming and grinding on Han Solo that is futuristic thong shit, and now I'm gonna have to tell the bartender to cancel my regular Mountain Dew and hit me up some of that Code Red because I gotta put out the appropriate signals. I don't want some Han Solo coming over here thinking he's about to finger bang me. I don't want to do that to him. What's... Jesus Christ. So we used to go to this, uh, this bar all the time. Teen night. Teen night. And, Teen night. Uh, and we would dance and have fun. And it was a good time. Wait a minute. Remember that time you were so excited about that Netflix documentary and you called it completely the wrong fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> what happens after we die? <laughs> and it was called, like, The Formalities of the Afterlife. By- <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> eh, fuck is that what your girlfriend had to call it to convince you to watch it? She's like, no, Michael, it's just... <laughs> It's just called What Happens After We Die. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. Okay, Can we watch it on the garage door? <laughs> <laughs> Can we watch it on the garage door? Fuck. <laughs> Yes, honey, we can watch it on the garage door. Okay. There's little pattering feet out there to set up. His- <laughs> Let me put my earrings in. <laughs> Click. Hey, I was just wondering. I got everything set up. Should I make tickets? No, today's not the time for tickets. All right. <laughs> Such a fucking dick. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. So you went to teen night. So we're at teen night and we're doing, you know, we're teening it up. You're teening on the it. Dance you're, floor. you're drinking Cokes. You're avoiding the code red. <laughs> right. You're popping and locking. We've been here a bunch, right? Like, what are you wearing like, at the time? It, what is what is this theme of this year? Oh, man. This is after high school. So, um, you know, I'm wearing the ripped jeans with the with the paint splatter i probably have a button up on we were going messy on bottom classy up top 
So button ups okay. and like distressed jeans or this so, and that. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. And, what kind uh, of shoes? Definitely dress Sen- shoes. Sen- definitely. Oh, dress shoes. So something uncomfortable. We're looking at yeah. something in the leather category. Yeah. Some kind of half boot thing. I got to pay less probably. Okay. All right. Okay. Double, all right. Se- uh, all four earrings are in. Uh, how baggy are our jeans? Pretty baggy. They're lo- pretty they're baggy. Loose fit and they're ripped at the knee. They're like Abercrombie, probably or Hollister. Are they so, tucked into the into the the no, top of the boot ish no, 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 shoes? No, no. Are they? No, they're no, kind of. No, no. They're just. They're covering and, most of the boot. Yeah, and the sh- and the boots are probably pretty pointy at this at this part of my life. All right, so probably pointy. some pointy boots. We got some, some pointy boots. boots, but some. So we look like we're wearing stilettos with these big bell bottoms we got on. <laughs> yeah, but a nice a nice button up and we're strutting our stuff <laughs> all our earrings nice, are in with a nice button up one hoop on one side <clears throat> stone on the other that's right you got a coke in your hand you're ready to <laughs> pop and, and lock and we're teening it up and boy are we having a good teen night and uh you know we, we've been there a, a bunch and there's a guy there that we don't we've never seen before but he seems like a notable What's on the jukebox? Person. Is it apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur? Is this, no, is this, this is this? that's way later in life. This is like this is still Nelly territory. This is okay. Uh, We're still in Saint Lunatics. Yes, yes. This is okay. Air Force Ones. They're playing. They're playing a lot of okay. Cisco's happening. There's a lot of Cisco uh, going on. Yeah, a lot of you know boy bands of, are fucking crushing it right now. Ludicrous. Right? Ludicrous Are we getting ludicrous videos? Happening. Yes. Ludicrous is happening. Uh, what else is going on in that area? Eminem had just came out, so like Eminem, they're definitely fucking rocking. Okay. So we're getting, we're getting, perhaps, Hi My Name Is, is on. Yes, uh, yes. On, on over the, this is like 2001, 2002. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, so there's a guy there, and we notice him because he's big as fuck. Like he's a he's monster. Croc flops. Yeah, he's in croc. <laughs> this dude, this dude looked like LL Cool J on steroids. That's how we were joking about him. Like he looked like fucking if LL Cool J worked out. Okay. So like this guy's a fucking beast. All right, and. He definitely is somebody because everybody in the club wants to talk to him. And so we're seeing multiple people throughout the night go over and, and like join his little party or like take pictures with him. Okay. Uh, and we're talking disposable cameras and shit like that. We're not talking cell phone photos. Right. No. Uh, different. different. By relics of a bygone era. Yes, yes. So everybody's <laughs> trying to like swarm this dude all night. And we keep looking over at this guy. And I'll never forget, we keep looking over and we, and amongst us, because there's only like three or four of us here, we don't have our regular crew with us, but it's my buddy Wes um, and two other guys. And, yeah. and we have two girls with us. One okay. of them is my cousin Casey and her friend Amy. So Both- Faber with a hat, Faber without a hat, <laughs> Faber with a jacket. Favor with a, a blonde wig and favor with a brunette wig. Okay. Carry on. Yes. So there's four dudes, two girls. Okay. And the, and the girls are, 
young and and hot and like half dressed you know they're like in the yeah. skirts and the, i mean they're clubbing gear you know yeah. they're they're mm-hmm. done up to the fucking nines the <laughs> they're there time. to get finger fucked they're, <laughs> they're looking for they're oh looking for a nice boy to finger fuck him that's what <laughs> right so um this and this is our first time bringing girls with us um, normally this is a this is a stag event this is all dudes only we're here to we're here to finger bang dudes only. was anyone with any of the two girls no, that were with no. you they were just there they were like where are you guys always going on friday yes. so you're like yes. you don't know about teen night right do you not yes. like mountain dew and getting finger fucked and she's <laughs> like hell yeah i do and you were like all right we'll meet at my grandma's <laughs> Right, meet at grandma's house. It's meet at grandma's basement. Let's roll. Meet at grandma's basement. We're gonna pregame with some Mountain Dews and Red Bulls. I don't even think Red Bull was out yet. (laughs) Balls. Remember balls? No, I came in the blue bottle, and it was B A W L S, and it was like a clear. It was a clear, uh, like a Sprite type of a drink, but it had like some kind of guarine or some kind of natural shit. Never had back in late high school. I had balls. Never had balls in my mouth. Well, you're missing. That was was another core. Your Honor. um, Your Honor, I've I've never had balls in my mouth. Let the record show. Let the record show. (laughs) Let me be clear. Never once Never. had balls in my mouth. Never. Never, Your Honor. And 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 listen, like, look at me. I I could have had balls in my mouth if I wanted. <laughs> it's not a matter of can't. I could. I chose not to. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Anyways. So we keep looking over at this guy. Objection sustained. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of balls, we're looking at this guy, and my buddy Wes and I keep talking back and forth, and I'm like, man, I would hate to fucking fight that guy. I remember saying that several times throughout the evening. Man, I would hate to fight that fucking dude. Why the fuck would you say such a thing? Because he's – how could you not – he's a monster. You ever meet somebody so just – you're like, dude, that guy would destroy a fucking city block. Like I would never want to be on his bad side. Spoiler alert, we got on his bad side. <laughs> But, uh, I, yeah, he's giant, but I don't like walk through Menards in the hammer section. That's a giant hammer. I'd hate to shove that in my ass right now. That would be a nightmare. Why would, You've why never would been I in a even, bar and why, see a dude from across and be no. like, dude, I would never want to fucking fight that guy. I think about that all the time. You used to fight and stuff. Yeah. I well. did. I've never. I would just. No, it's no fuck. Yeah. I guess I walk around all the time being like, I'd sure hate to fight that guy all the time to all the guys. <laughs> nah, some guys I look at them like, I don't want to fight that fucking guy. I never, I've never fought a guy. I mean, I, I, I've, I'm not like against fighting. I've never like uh, not mouthed off, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that but it also just but all. it also just never no one ever beat the fuck out of me for it. <laughs> I don't know why not. Oh man! So here's what it happened. just never happened. So we're but that's we're, what would have happened, mind you. I would have gotten <laughs> my ass kicked. So, so here's anyway, how, here's you're out there weighing your options. Like maybe I could fight that guy. No way, I can't fight that guy. What about that guy over there? Surely not that guy over there. I can't, definitely cannot fight that guy. Whew. We're just figuring out who to fight, who to finger he's, bang. He's That's Dr. What we're Pepper's. To do. 
Dr. Pepper's got Dr. Malone feeling sassy, I tell you. <laughs> Please don't hit me. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. Look at my J. Crew credit card. I'm a doctor. I, I, I literally save tens of percents on by say, having I this card. Ten to twenty percent. Oh, I save ten to twenty percent. And I get a I get one small modest birthday gift card. That's all I get. That's all I get for being a part of this. Please. So we're we're seeing this guy from across the room, and we're like, man, I don't know who he is. I don't know. You're looking I, I at just, this sledgehammer like, man, that'd be uncomfortable going in your butt, wouldn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would really suck. So the club starts clearing out, and uh, the girls keep wanting to dance, so we're letting them dance, and, you know. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's closing time. Like, with the bars closing uh, up, everybody's know. leaving, you know. know. So uh, we're one of the last few out. However, I almost fucked around and got you me too'd right there, Malone. <laughs> so we're like, this is kind of you to allow them to dance. <laughs> so we leave, and as we're shuffling out, uh, again, like we're the last ones to leave. Besides, besides, big guy, big guy and his crew. He big had a guy crew also has nine dudes with him. Jesus, now. Me, my three friends, and these two girls that we have with us are walking down this, uh, you know, down to the parking lot, and they're following behind us, and they're trying to holler at the two girls that are with us. Um, they're not having it. The girls are blowing them off. Um, now they get braver, and they start to approach us. Like, little minions start, like, surrounding us here and there. And like talking to the girls and the girls are like, fuck you, like get away, da da da. And they're like, just like little like fucking gnats, you know what I mean? Like they just keep like swarming in and out of our like little path here. And then before we know it, all of them are surrounding us. So now we have nine dudes forming a circle around us. You the tell two- the story like it's a stage play. <laughs> The two dudes. We're walking down a long, dark corridor. I don't know how we got in a corridor, but we're in a corridor. It's a metaphor, okay? Then we just hear, and you think it's rats running by. But as the lights swing around, we're surrounded, I tell you. They were everywhere. They had snipers on the rooftops. They did. We were surrounded. So we tell my buddy Wes and I, we tell the girls, we're like, hey, um, go with our buddy Joe, go to the car, lock the doors. And we tell Joe, stay with the girls. And then we tell my buddy Matt, uh, hey, go. I love that Joe was like, that sounds like a good plan for me. (laughs) I I belong in the car doing the very brave thing of making sure the girls get to the car. That's what I should do. You're right. I'm not arguing. See ya. Right. So then our buddy Matt, we're like, hey, because this is like, we don't really have, you know, like phones really aren't. I mean, they are, but they aren't yeah, kind of a yeah, thing. And yeah. so we're like, your hey, phone's man. in the car. <laughs> like, because they're big as fuck. They're like fire extinguishers. You, because you were you know? fucking <laughs> dancing, man. You can't have, you can't have a big bulge like that while you're dancing. You're popping See, and locking. We tell Matt, 
hey, go get help. Like, go tell somebody we're about to fucking die back here in this parking lot. So Matt's like, on it. I'll be right back. So Matt takes off. So now it's just my buddy Wes and I in this circle of nine dudes. Bruh. This big guy steps in to the fucking center of the circle. Everybody parts. He steps in. They form the circle back. I swear to God, it's like out of a fucking movie. I'm freaking the fuck out, right? This guy starts to act like he's our friend. He's like, hey, man, uh, don't worry about it. We don't want any trouble. And we're like, cool. Now, Wes and I are back to back. And we're like looking around, right? Like fucking double dragon, you know? We're like, (laughs) ready to go. So I can see stuff that he can't see. And what I see is the big dude who's telling us not to worry. And cause like Wes's head is like on a fucking swivel. He's looking around. This big dude is telling my buddy and, and I not to worry about things. And then he would look over at a guy in the circle and, and nod his head. And that dude would charge in and punch one of us and then dip back out to the outer brinks of the circle. And by the time we got our wits together, we didn't know where the fucking punch was coming through. But I see this big guy, uh, and my buddy Wes is taking the blunt of it, dude. And he keeps grabbing my buddy Wes and standing him up and reassuring him that he's okay and then pointing at another dude. And then that guy would come in and fucking hit Wes or I. So I'm trying to tell Wes, this dude is not our friend. <laughs> like, like, he's not here to help us. He's telling these people to hit us. Like, we got to get driving the fuck this out flyer. of here. Umbrella. And so we get, we get, we're trying to fight our way out of the circle. This big guy's just standing there watching for the whole time. You know, it's like these guys come after us. Dude, three dudes pin me down behind this fucking car, sat on my chest and i'm trying to protect my my face right so i'm like laying like this as three dudes just like wallop on top of me and then finally one of them's like oh well fuck he's got earrings let's just rip those out he's not protecting those and so as two dudes sit on my chest a third guy goes around and just rips out my fucking earrings i'm trying to see where everybody else is our buddy matt is just gone he's like we he never came back Our buddy Joe is in the car with the girls and there's five guys around that car and they're pounding on the fucking windows and stuff. My buddy Wes is now squaring up with the big guy. And I was like, you tried to convince him he wasn't your friend and you eventually succeeded. (laughs) Yes. He was like, oh, this guy's not our friend. Let me fight him real quick then. So Wes is just getting like, I mean, he's toe to toe with this big guy and it ain't it ain't going great. It's not going great. And his friends are jumping in, and it's a mess. Joe, I see Joe, like, I get left, right? These guys, after they rip my earrings out, (laughs) they just, like, scatter. So I'm like, he's finished. Fuck him. So I look up, and I'm looking around, and I see Joe get out of the car. Bruh, this is something out of a fucking movie, dude. I see Joe get out of the fucking car, and there's guys all around the car, right? Bro, <laughs> some dude clocks him in the back of the fucking head. And when he turns around, the guy jumps behind him and squares him up. And another dude Goldberg tackles him. 
And now there's just three guys just beating the fuck out of my buddy, Joe. Wes gets free. Wes and I are running over to pull people off Joe. Fucking Wes just does this like running punch. Like, like just fucking like, hey, you can like just hit this dude. This dude was on top of my buddy Joe, right? He's like crouched down. And my buddy Wes was running full speed. And right before he got to the he goes, hey. And the guy turns this way, like turns over his shoulder. My buddy Wes just clocks him with all this running speed. Just wham. <laughs> So we're getting Joe in the car. We're like, drive, just get the fuck out of here. We'll, you know, we'll call you. We we'll get the fuck out of here. So now Wes and I are trying to find Matt. We find Matt. We get him in the car. We all get in the fucking car. We drive down and halfway between Columbus and Marion, there's a gas station that we all used to meet at on the way home. We would buy fucking snacks and shit like that on, on your drive home. It's like an hour drive. And so we didn't all have enough sodas. <laughs> yeah. We all met at this fucking gas station. And dude, my ears are just bleeding. Fucking Wes is just like his face is just just bloody mess. My buddy Joe, same thing. Like he's just he's just coughing up blood. The girls are fine, and Matt doesn't have a scratch on him. <laughs> We're all just like, oh, we got fucked up. My buddy Matt's like, wow, what happened? <laughs> so we go back to town, and we tell him. You know, the Bash brothers and the rest of our little oh, clique. The Bash brothers are like, we got to fuck this guy up. Yeah. And uh, we had another guy who I don't think I've told you about or not, but he was just as big as the Bash brothers. Um, he just didn't fight as much. His name was Jafari. And he was 6'6", 300-pound black dude who played front line in football and had all these scholarships and shit. Like, he was a fucking freight train. And uh, we rolled with him, too. And so we came back to town and we told the Bash brothers and Jafari about what had happened. And, of course, they were like, let's go down and, and fucking pay this guy a visit. And we we're like, let's bring baseball bats and all that stuff. And then the more we talked about it, the more we were like, retaliation is going to lead to more retaliation, which leads to like bats lead to knives, which leads to guns, which leads to somebody getting really fucked up or dead. And let's so you just took that. your ass beating and tucked it in your back yeah. pocket. We took our ass beating, and uh, we didn't go back to that bar for a long time. Jesus Christ, man. That's the Teen most bizarre. <laughs> that's one of the most bizarre fucking. That is like something out of a movie. It was fucking they, choreographed. Yeah, they wanted to They wanted to get with the girls that we were with, and the girls wanted nothing to do with them, and they got fucking angry. And I, oh, like, I like two fucking things in life finger banging puss and beating the fuck out of guys and if i can't finger bang those pusses i guess i'll beat the fuck out of you guys instead <laughs> so later months later we uh were watching fucking osu football and who do we see big oh fucking guy God. fucking faber oh the big guy <laughs> He was a lineman on the uh, us uh, uh osu football team jesus yeah. Yeah. That's why everybody wanted to get pictures with him. That's why everybody was trying to talk to him and like all that shit. He was a big deal on the football. Did he go to the pros? Uh, I don't, I didn't, you know, I didn't keep tabs on him. You should have. <laughs> you should have, yeah. man. You should have blackmailed his ass. You should have taken all those photos. Look at this. My earrings were pulled out. You know who did this? <laughs> that fucking guy. 
<laughs> LL Cool J Jr. I'm going to send this to the presses if I do not get, I don't know, $50,000 in the Three pusses to finger bang to make Three pusses to finger bang. And 50k in unmarked bills, and also, and that would be enough for me to pay for my fucking health insurance bills, Malone. You have health insurance. I do have health insurance. It's unacceptable. Do you not have health insurance? My my wife's an insurance agent. You need to reach out to Biden. So of course I have. Shoot shoot him a tweet. Of course I have. Hey, we want to make sure everybody gets health insurance in America. (laughs) Hey, man, Antifa's an idea. (laughs) I couldn't tell if you're doing Biden or Bruce Springsteen doing ads on a podcast. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by Obamacare. And we were rolling down the road for Obamacare. Oh, baby, we were born to Obamacare. Christ. Oh, I have a thing to share this week that I uh, I need to look up the correct title so I don't fuck it up. Jesus um, Christ. What happens after we die? <laughs> here's my here's my thing to, to share. <laughs> That's I, I downloaded Audible. Uh, and listen, I had Audible years ago. Could never get into it. I don't know what they've done, but I like it better now. Maybe I'm just older. I don't know. You like but, books. You like books now. And yeah, you didn't back but, then. <laughs> but not audible books. Like it was always like I don't know, they just never got my attention and I don't, anyways. Uh I re-downloaded Audible and you get like two free books when you sign up and then you can cancel and you get to keep those books. Hey, I didn't tell you that. Uh so Anyways, I downloaded Audible. I got two free books. And one of them, I kept seeing the uh, people talk about this uh, self-care book called The Untethered Soul. And uh, the cover of the book is super lame. I like I avoided it. Uh, I didn't take it serious because it's like a horse running through a field. And I was like, nah, it's probably not for me. And even on the Audible book, it's like a fucking empty boat in the ocean. I'm like, Nah, and it's like all pastel colored. It looks like looks like a boat that Jesus brought over for Easter brunch or something. I'm like, nah, it's not for me, probably. But people were talking about it, and I downloaded the book. <laughs> it sounded like a neocon hating on immigrants. Fucking Jesus brought his boat over for Easter brunch or whatever the fuck it is. They brought it over yeah. from where? Where the fuck was? Whatever rock he's hiding in for a few days. He brought and he it across like, hey, the guys, river sticks. I'm back and I bought a kayak. And people are like, oh, Jesus I bought Christ. a boat. I bought a boat, guys. That's where I've been. Like, guys. Didn't we, didn't we lock this guy in a fucking cave? Yeah. I, I didn't, you know why I bought a boat? <laughs> Ask me why I bought a boat. Why did you buy a boat? Because I was tired of walking on the water <laughs> i'm back baby <laughs> anyways love your neighbors as yourselves that's my time guys i told anyways. my girlfriend the other day uh she had we i don't know what we were talking about but she had asked me if if uh if if i thought jesus was packing and i said uh, jesus had a big dick yeah, and I said, of course he did. I go, Jesus was well hung. Three nails. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyway. Jesus' dick this, size. That's, this a, that's book, one for you. 
This book, Untethered Soul. Hey, everybody has their kinks. Okay, back off. So I'm this just book. Into imagining Jesus' dick. <laughs> what in the Jesus' dick is gone? <laughs> oh, hey, Christ, a, cock. Hey, uh, Jesus, congratulations on that giant dick you got there. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you. I call it the Holy Spirit. Um, all right. So Untethered Soul. Untethered soul. You got to get it. It's like uh, a, your soul needs to be untethered, you know, like a horse in a field or, or a Jesus boat of drift at sea. Yes, yes, yes. And look, I, I, within like the first 30 seconds, I'm fucking hooked on it. It talks about in the opening, it talks about something I've struggled with for a long time. Uh, and that's reading. No, I'm kidding. It's, um, <laughs> It talks about this idea of separating yourself from the voice in, inside your head. And I've had a, uh, you know, when people talk about being the observer, I've heard this sev- for several years now about how you are not your thoughts. You are, you know, not who you think you are. You are just the observer. You are observing these thoughts and you are observing, mm-hmm. you know, these mindful actions and this and that. Like I could never wrap my fucking head around that. I never understood what that meant. And I kept like, well, if it's not me and, my head then who the fuck is it you know that kind of thing like yeah yeah um and so it explains it so well and does such a great job it's like very alan wattsy uh uh language and stuff i'm hooked on it i'm already like six or seven fucking chapters in it's helped me understand so much it's unlocked so much uh i if you're on the self-care journey if you're into that kind of stuff fucking check it out it's called untethered soul and uh, i got it for free through amazon with my little tokens or you can i'm sure you can find it anywhere they sell fucking books but um it's it's incredible i i can't uh, i'm I'm hooked I, I can't wait to to listen to it more interesting interesting i had kind of i was i was honestly i was talking to uh i was talking to my my therapist guy uh, about like when I have a panic attack, um, I can feel like there's a, there's the part of me that's having the panic attack. And then there's the part of me that's observing me have the panic attack. Yes. Like, like, and it's that assigning, assigning the importance to the other party, right? I want to be more of the person absorbing, observing the panic attack and less the person having it. Yeah, right. and that and so they, that it talks about control a lot in this book too. It yeah. talks about being able to control because what that what that voice is in your head is it what it does is it it builds a reality in your mind um, because you can't because it's it's a control thing. Mm-hmm. You can't control the outside world. Like you know, mm-hmm. it talks about you know a little bit about like why would you worry or stress if it's going to rain on Thursday? Like you can't control that. Like that's out Mm -hmm. of your reach. So like, don't worry about that. Like those kind of things. Um, But like, so talking about things like even when your inside voice goes like, Oh, it's cold in here. That's your, that's you making yourself feel comfortable and making yourself feel heard that like, yes, I am cold and now I know it. And like, you're kind of like checking in and Mm -hmm. like what you're talking about with panic attacks and stuff. I I get a little bit of that when I smoke certain strands of weed. I'll you know it gets me all fucking fluttery, and I get like yeah, kind of yeah. like oh shit, oh shit, am I dying? And uh, <laughs> you know, and yeah. you have to. I what helps me a lot is like reassuring myself of like and observing myself and just right. realizing like hey, 
you're fine. You're okay. You feel like this for a specific reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is what happened. X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah, you're good. And yeah. um, it talks a lot about being able to control that and and uh, stop and to quiet a lot of that noise in your head. Because a lot of times you'll be walking down the street and in your head you're like, oh, that's a nice tree. I bet that's an oak tree. Or da da da. And you're like, who are you talking to? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you already know these things. If you're, if, yeah. I don't have to say in, inside my head that it's cold outside or that I have to fucking pee. Like I know yeah. those things. So like, yeah. who you, so it works a lot about, it talks a lot about um, working on quieting your mind yeah. and, and, yeah. and not being so like, you know, narrative. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's probably another topic for a larger conversation. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm um, done reading the book, I'll report more. Okay. All right. Well, that we, we got through six or seven chapters there in about two or three minutes. We really got, <laughs> we got quite a... Got Saved quite, you some time, bud. You just, you just use your tokens on the books and you just describe them to me later. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, I, 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 I have something that's very similar but also very different to share. Um there's a, a songwriter that I just became like uh, acutely aware of like a year and a half, two years ago. Her name's Megan Farrell. Um, she's a relatively young songwriter in that she's been attacking it real vigorously for not that long of a time. Um, I she's put out, I think this is her first record that came out. It's called Conversations with Myself. Her first or second record. And... Um, it's kind of this that that record is the most joyful album I've heard in a long time. And does that mean that like all the songs are happy? No, some of the songs are sad. But the record in general just like smacks of someone who is really happy doing what they're doing. And it just sounds like it's 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 relaxing to see someone dive into a record that can be that honest but do it with such joy. And it makes me, when I was thinking about like, you know what, how do I, how would I sum up that record? If I was trying to sum up a record, um, you hear people say like, don't sweat the small stuff. Like don't sweat the small, don't get worked up about the small stuff. But this record takes it one step further. And it's like, not only don't get stressed out about the small, insignificant, bad things that happen, you should also rejoice in the small, ins- relatively insignificant good things that happen. And like that, just all throughout this record, like um, I'm just, you know, happy with my morning meditation and having a cup of coffee in the morning and happy with watching the sunrise and happy with like I'm uh, there's one line that just says, um, I'm just happy to be happy for now. And it's like, that's really fucking prescient. Uh, about about being present, right? It's basically that you saying that like I don't need to overanalyze the reason that I'm happy right now. I just need to be happy with the fact that I'm happy right now and move forward with that and allow my brain to clear out. Except for I'm happy and, and it's good and I'm going to continue to live life. Um, but it's just a really happy record, uh, and it and it's uh. It's the, the, the exact opposite of a bummer record that I would normally recommend for people. Um, it's, it's Megan, <laughs> it sounds it's Megan a lot Farrell. like, um, like it's going to be, um, 
you know, that joyous kind of thing. And it makes me uh, think of uh, Ben Howard's first uh, record. I don't think I've heard it. Are, are you fucking? Are you fucking with me right now? I've I heard. To- I've heard significant amounts of Ben Howard, but I'm not sure if I ever like deep dove and went back into like the whole discography. I, I'll, to, I'll do it. I'm sorry. Jesus. I can't believe you haven't heard his first album. It's like. Well, then I'll go listen to it. I might have. But it might have been all a really long time ago if I did. Yeah, probably. Because it's it probably would have been you good. that suggested it. <laughs> you were like, yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's Megan Farrell, Conversations with Myself. And right. uh, if you want to know how to spell Megan Farrell, uh, just think of all the fucking ways you could possibly spell Megan Farrell and combine them all. They're all of those <laughs> letters are in there. It's like M E A G H A N F A R R E L L. There's a thousand goddamn unnecessary letters in there, but his name, her name's Megan Farrell, and uh, the record's really fucking happy. I'm just gonna type in conversations with myself. There on you Spotify go. You probably should do that, that instead. Yeah. Yeah. You probably yeah. should do that instead. <laughs> yeah. Just a really happy record, and I think you should check it out, man. I definitely. You know will. why? Because I love you, and I want you to be happy. Oh, Jesus, I gotta go. I love you. <laughs> love you too. See you, buddy. <laughs> Hey, what's up? It's Ryan. I appreciate you listening in on our phone calls, you beautiful weirdo. If you would, follow us on Twitter at SpeakerphonePod. That's at S-P-E-A-K-E-R-P-H-O-N-E-P-O-D. SpeakerphonePod. We're going to be sharing links to the stuff we reference and other things we find funny, and we'd love you to join the conversation. In the meantime, if you're looking for more high-quality content, check out 4D Podcast Network. They were kind enough to invite us into their family, and we think you'll dig the rest of the roster. Appreciate you.